Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Obsessed Millennials. I'm Jassy, and this is Nashi. And today we have a few things to talk about. We have the things that have been released and we have been obsessing about this week. And we have a few tips for you concert goers. But first, I want to talk about the last episode a little bit because I'm way too excited. It was amazing, like getting the feedback from family, friends, and seeing Instagram, you know, like we have been getting a lot of followers. So that's great. It definitely is. I'm really excited. Yeah, every time I go in, it's like, oh, there's a new follower. And we do have now a Facebook page with the same name, Obsessed Millennials. And we're finally on iTunes. So that's great because it just happened. It happened yesterday night. So going into the recommendations from last episode, I want to start from there because Nachi recommended me during the podcast to listen to a few songs and a whole album. So I want to say what I think about them real quick. So good that you did your homework. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. This is <laughs> feels like school, but with something fun. Yeah, the homework is fun finally. Um, so you recommended me that um song. Uh, I've been waiting. I think it's the name. I don't remember. Uh, but it's yes, that one. Yeah, by Lil Peep featuring Fall Boy. And yeah, I try to get through the whole song, but I just skip to the Fall Boy part because Patrick is amazing. <laughs> it's good. It, it, I mean, it's a good song, but the only reason I would listen to it again would be because Foul Boy. I really like to listen to it in the car. I really do. So, but to each their own. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it's not like my cup of tea. I shouldn't even say that because I listen to everything. But I really, I, huh? I like the Fall Boy part and that was it basically. But I think I found a few a new favorite from your recommendations. And actually a few because you recommended me the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Yes, I did. And I listened to it and I want to see the movie now. You have to watch the movie. It's not a matter of wanting or not. Oh, I really want to watch it. I'm gonna rent it if I because I don't think it's on Netflix at all. Yeah, I don't think it's on Netflix. Yeah, so I'm planning on renting that movie as soon as possible and just, you know, sing along because I listened to the soundtrack with the lyrics and I was trying to sing, right? But I do have to say that I have a favorite from the album and it's Never Enough. Great vocals. I was just amazed with the high notes. Uh, but overall, it's like really energetic. It has great vocals, beautiful harmonies. And there's a, there's a song that it's like a little boy. I think it's supposed to resemble like the same character. And it's like a little boy at the beginning. And then, um, oh, what's Wolverine? I don't remember his name. Hugh Jackson. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's Wolverine. But yeah, it's like there, there's a song that is this little boy and then um, Wolverine. And now it's just I'm picturing him singing the song as Wolverine. But yeah, it's really, I I love the dynamic on that song. And there's a few others like the opening song. Well, I don't know if it's the opening song, but it's the opening song for the soundtrack. 
the greatest show uh that's some it, it was so great and i fell in love with it and so energetic and then i didn't know i needed zach efron again in my life as the singer <laughs> so i'm definitely watching it's a really great film i've watched it like a thousand times already well i haven't watched it so i need to and then you recommended me uh, another two songs off the podcast but i really want to talk about them quickly one was a mashup like an acoustic mashup of uh love yourself out of the woods and roses and that was i heard it while i was eating at a restaurant so you were out and you listened to the song like you heard the song while you were just there in the restaurant yeah it was playing over the speakers and i used um shazam to see what was playing because i was like this is obviously a cover of the songs and it's not only I first thought it was just a cover and then I was like oh it's a cover and a mashup and I really liked it and I had to recommend it because I know you're a Justin Bieber fan so yeah and I do love a lot of like acoustic stuff like there are some days we both do yeah there are some days that I just want to listen to that music like that like just acoustic and really chill and soft actually I have a playlist that it's called softies and basically all the songs are like that and I had to add it to the playlist this because it's that good i was completely in love with it and you sent me another song called forever yours by a band called grayscale and when i started listening to it i swear i thought it was like an early 2000 song and i looked it up and it was released on 2017 yep it was and that was also a random coincidence i was listening to some of the new simple creatures songs and i just let the bottom by radio saying continue to play songs and that one popped up and halfway through the song I was like who the hell sings this and I need to recommend it to Jossie because there's something really peculiar about it I liked it I don't know if you did but I did yeah I did like that and I have a few notes on that one like I was listening to a song and writing down a few stuff about it so I wouldn't forget but it wasn't only the fact that it sounded like an early 2000 uh song and you know it was released two years ago but it also remind me of this artist that I like called Say We Can Fly and it was mostly because of the lyrics because they're a little bit emo <laughs> yeah they're definitely a little bit emo <laughs> yeah I was listening to the chorus and then he said like we will play pretend my love uh it was like we will pretend we will play pretend my love but it was real to me now I waste my days away I know I can't recover it was something like that and I was like what the hell is this like oh my god so emotional am I in high school again yeah definitely it made me feel it made me go way back maybe that's why I liked it and it made me stop usually when I'm listening to these random songs on Spotify radio I don't pay attention and they just keep going and I'll be like oh if I don't like that one I'll just skip it because I don't want to listen to it but I don't really add any to my list unless they just make me stop in my tracks of what I'm doing and just go and check who the hell is this artist playing and I actually did end up listening I think to the entire album later so I think they got some cool stuff not everything is just like that song but some cool things interesting I think I have heard some stuff from them but I don't remember the song I just remembered the name of the band it could have been like I was listening to Pandora while reading a book and then something popped up I saw the name 
and that's it. Like, I don't remember any songs. That happens sometimes. But I'm definitely going to look them up and just listen to more stuff because I do like stuff like that. I mean, not emotional <laughs> stuff, but... um, I'm the emotional one. <laughs> I mean, I like some stuff, you know, but yeah, you're way more emotional than me uh, when it comes to music because you're like more about the lyrics. And yeah, I care about the lyrics, but I care a lot about the actual music and the vocals. Yeah, we always have that. You'll be like, oh my God, I love this song because of this. And I'll be like, but the lyrics though. Yeah, I know. I know. I remember. You did that with the Rex. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on from that. And I just want to talk right about a few things that have happened this week when it comes to like releases and I don't know what's going on. The only thing that I know is that Faisos and the Chainsmokers dropped the music video for Who Do You Love? And it's literally a battle of Who Do You Love? Yeah. And my first thought was, am I watching Scott uh, Pilgrim versus the World? <laughs> And then the following thought was, who the hell gave fire guns anything fire related to Faisal's? That gave me terrible flashbacks to when Michael and fire on stage and he ended up in the hospital. Yeah, and then on the music video, he's like the one with the, uh, how do I call it? The flaming guitar or something like that? I don't even know what that is. The, uh, guitar, fire, gun, I don't know. It was pyro. I don't even understand why. You don't put this band. They're kids. They're basically kids. They're 20-something years old guys with the mentality of a kid when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, definitely. That that gave me some real, like, heebie-jeebies. But I really loved the music video. Yes, I did love it too. Mostly the part where Ashton is playing the drums and then the drums. That's my favorite part too. You know, like <laughs> he's hitting the drums and suddenly the drums are on fire. That was amazing. That was really cool. And then the other part that I liked a lot was the Callum part because it's Callum. <laughs> of course, because it's Callum. But there was so much Ashton on that video for you. Yeah, there was. And videos are rarely Ashton like focused. Like, you know, that's my number one concern. Like I need more Ashton always. Yeah. And then on this one, I just I noticed like one minute into the video and I'm like, so much Ashton, where is Callum? Like I'm a Cashton girl. Well, I support all of them, right? Of course I love all of them. But my favorites are Callum and Ashton. And I was like, yeah, that's the way to go. Now she's gonna be so happy. But at the same time, I was like, I need Callum. Yeah, definitely. But I can't complain. I know. But overall, the music video was great. From the verses, you know, the Shane Smokers versus Faisal's, I have to say Faisal's one because they're Faisal's. <laughs> no, but really, um, I liked more the parts that were focused on Faisal's than the Shane Smokers parts. I think they both did pretty cool, but obviously the song is a lot more heavy on Faisal's due to the vocals and things. 
So I'm sure that's why the focus was kind of like shared yeah. that way. But the way they did it, the video, it actually feels like I was watching Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I don't know if you have seen that movie. I don't think I have. Um, But it's kind of, uh, I don't know how to describe the movie, but it kind of has that feeling of you're watching, like you're playing video games at one point in the movie. So the music video was like that too and I felt like I was watching well that was my first thought I felt like I was watching that movie again you should you should watch that movie it's with I think his name is Michael Sarah, the guy from Juno I believe so yeah so he's the basically the main character so you should watch that movie I'll probably give it a try yeah if I find the time <laughs> I think it's uh is it on Netflix? I think they put it on Netflix recently. I'll check. Okay. You'll definitely have to remind me after we finish <laughs> recording this because I have a terrible memory. I need to check. So if I find it, I'll send it. Perfect. I'm going to try looking today. If not, if I remember. Well, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, listening to a podcast later, right? So <laughs> this podcast, you know, Press and Jassy will let me know or is it future jassy because right now present jassy is recording this well then it would be past jassy is gonna oh whatever you understood what i was trying to say (laughs) (laughs) we probably just confused a few people yeah um whatever jassy will remind jassy so that's it you hear that jassy yes Anyway, what else are we going to talk about? This week, actually the same day um, that the music video for Who Do You Love was released, uh, Simple Creatures released some sort of EP. I cannot say it was a single because there were three it's songs. It's not the EP. I think the EP comes out tomorrow. And I think it's going to have like a five to six song. Um, don't quote me on that, but I'm really excited about it. And I don't well, obviously, it was just episode two and we haven't touched any actual topic. But the whole concept of Simple Creatures is one I am very passionate about. So for those of you who don't know who the hell Simple Creatures are, this is basically Blink-182 and All Time Low and One. That's the best way you can describe it because it's literally that. Yeah, it's um Mark from Blink-182 and Alex from All Time Low, right? Exactly. Yeah, and in the first song that they released, I think it's called Drug, you could hear clearly the influence from the two bands. Yes, 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 yes. And that was when they made this whole announcement because they just like dropped this bomb on us. Yeah, I remember that they just wasn't like, they dropped the lyric video for that song when they announced the whole uh, concept of this project and at, at the next day after they released the lyric video then the song was available for purchase and for streaming and I remember I was looking for the song because I saw the video um, the day that they released the video I was looking for the song on Spotify and I'm like well are they releasing the song later I don't understand why does Nachi is telling me to listen to the song? <laughs> I was so confused. 
And then I was like, oh, they dropped a video, not the song on Spotify. Yeah. But yeah, they dropped, I don't know, three songs together. Uh, it's not an EP. We just said that right now. You said it. It's not an EP. But it's something because it was more than one song. And it had a song called Adrenaline. Which so far out of the three that have come out, it's my favorite. Well, my favorite is Drug. I think this one Trump drug for me. I think it's the drums. I have a problem. Well, I listened to, to the three songs when it came out this week. That thing that I don't know how to call, right? An EP? A mini album? A single with three songs? I don't know. The EP comes out tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, I don't know how to call it, Nachi. But they just released a new song. Well, I need a name. The Adrenaline came out this week, but the other two had already come out. You're just behind. Yeah, but when when you go to Spotify, they're under the same album. So that's why I'm confused. Is it going to be a part of the EP? What? Because they're all part of the EP that hasn't come out yet. Oh, so the folder on Spotify is the EP, but it only has the songs that are available right now? I guess. Yeah, but we can confirm that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep confusing myself. Anyway, from those three songs, my favorite is Drug because you can clearly hear what it's like the Blink-182 influence and the All Time Low influence. I listened to the other two, but I listened to the other two only once. So I'm not gonna talk about them because I really don't remember. Yeah, well, Drug definitely shows that influence of the two in it. And I think that's why they chose it as the first one because they were also announcing this side project band they were doing. But I don't know, Adrenaline? Adrenaline is a top contender for me. I think it's really like, by the third song, obviously you're shaping what the sound of this band is going to be. So I think it's gonna be interesting. Next week, we'll definitely have some interesting things to talk about when the entire AP drops. Yeah, trust me. Next week, we're going to have stuff to talk about because there's a lot of things that are going to be released within like tomorrow and next week. I'm excited. I'm always excited about new things. Yeah, but we're going to talk a little bit more about those releases later on the podcast. That's for future us to worry about. And right now, I think it's time to talk concerts i'm kind of like needing some concert vibes in my life right now yeah me too post-concert depression never ends man it never ends i need a concert i haven't gone to a concert since you came here i think i went to another one after we were together but i haven't been to a concert since october of last year so I haven't gone to a concert this year. And last year, by this time, I had like two concerts on the bag already. What's going on with me? It, and it's a lot easier for you to go to concerts. We all know nobody good ever comes to Puerto Rico. Yeah. And that's the frustrating part. A lot of fans came already, like on February, like on the first two months of the year. Um, the Aces came to Atlanta. Um, Scotty Sire, he's a YouTuber, but I like his songs. Um, One OK Rock was here like two weeks ago and I didn't buy tickets. I can hear the pain in your voice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy tickets because of the whole situation at work. So I'm trying to save money just in case something happens. 
was um you know trying to save money to be uh, an adult and take a next step in my life i know that's a next band going over there because god do i wish i could go it's lovely the band mm-hmm. oh and i don't know if you know this but uh, this is gonna hurt against the current had a concert here i know i know i know i know but it's so hard just to fly out for a weekend like it's so much money i know like for lovely the band i really God, I still have the hopes that I can do it. Because it's like on my birthday week. Yes. I want to see them too. Like, I want to meet them. It's to that point. Me too. Me too. Like, it's so bad. You know how obsessed I am. Like, I still just play their album in the car. Yeah. I mean, we saw them, but it wasn't their concert. No, but I need to see them just the way we saw Five Sus. Yeah. That's what I need in my life. You need... Wait, do you mean, like, that close? Yeah, I mean that close. And I know that's a problem for you, but... God, before I die, please, I want to be that close. (laughs) That problem is a topic for another episode. Yeah. But right now, let's jump in into the into the actual topic and why are we talking about concerts? Well, we want to talk about concert tips, right? Like, what are the things, since we have gone to a couple of concerts, what are the things? A couple, yeah. Yeah, a couple. I don't want to talk too much about the amount of concerts because it's... Yeah, you definitely got some more. Yeah, yeah. But that just makes us some, you know, wise minds with some do's and don'ts of concerts, especially concert going. And I have a lot because most of the concerts I've been to, I've traveled to. Like, I'll literally save and travel to another state to see the artist I want to see. Yeah, and that's that's a whole hassle that really like directly doesn't have to do with concerts but you're doing it to be able to get to the concert yeah definitely it adds a less extra level of like stress and money (laughs) (laughs) let's not talk about money yeah anyway just going into like the concert tips right i was thinking about this earlier today and i was thinking huh, what are the things that I do before a concert? And I started thinking, and there are things that I do even before getting the tickets. This is like an Olympic sport. It should be an Olympic sport when it's like your favorite artist who you're seeing. Yeah, it's like, however you work to get the tickets, it's like, how can I, it's this competition for who will get in first that's the way i see it because you see a lot of fans that start looking for like pre-sale dates and and details and how can they get the tickets before anyone else to the point that a lot of people buy on pre-sales and then for the general sales there are not like enough tickets sometimes there's no tickets concerts can sell out and pre-sale yeah like for the aces i know that some companies have now and artists even have held off some tickets and they'll release some for pre-sale and then they'll release the rest for general sale but the truth is that sometimes they just all go in pre-sale yeah what i have seen from experience with the harry style concert um last year yeah last year um on the pre-sale they went quick like the pre-sale started at 10 a.m. and when I hit refresh at 10 a.m. there were no tickets. 
tickets. I can't believe you because the only time I've bought tickets on a pre-sale was to see Taylor Swift for her red tour and I skipped class and everything to get those tickets because obviously I was traveling to Orlando with my sister and two friends and I was there waiting and when I hit refresh the only tickets I could get were literally last line in that venue and it was insane and I mean I don't care where I'm sitting because concerts are way more than just that and I know that completely contradicts my comment a few moments ago of wanting to see artists close up but the truth is when you're traveling to see an artist it doesn't matter where you're sitting it just matters that you actually got there especially when you're competing with an entire country to get tickets people travel to see their favorite artists and sometimes to multiple tour dates yeah and it's not only the fact that they travel to multiple uh tour dates is the fact too that some artists and this is what happened with Faisal's here in Atlanta, they picked a venue that was small. And I know that was like the whole plan they had of having small venues on the tour and all, but you know, you can feel a bigger, you don't have to go to an arena, but pick a bigger venue. Yeah. But I think that has to do with the way I personally, I enjoy smaller venues. I enjoy the way it feels and that connection is a lot Diff more different than bigger venues like stadiums and I don't know I really like the vibe of smaller shows it kind of feels more laid back even if you're pressed against a few thousand people but even if you are last row it feels like you're a lot closer so I guess that's also what they like they want to create an experience not sure but definitely they know that they can sell out something yeah, bigger and they did that here and I understand the whole concept of you know what they want and the small venues for a more intimate show but you know you have a lot of fans and then you have this issue that you're only opening a show for an entire state and I have seen the craziness over Faisal's here in Georgia. Maybe not a lot of it on social media, but when I went to the concert, that was insane. And I knew from yep. people who couldn't get tickets. But that even happens on bigger venues. Like, actually so hard to get tickets. I understand that. But that same venue that on the Coca-Cola Roxy in Atlanta, where Faisal's played, Harry had his first show on 2017 as a solo artist there. And that was just plain stupid. Like, dude, you were in one direction. People are expecting this. This is huge. I couldn't get tickets to that show. But I mean, when you're playing bigger venues and you're coming out again, you obviously want to create a different kind of experience and intimacy with your fandom. Like, look, I'm not that dude that plays stadiums anymore. I could, but this is new me. I don't know. It's, it, it's moves that make sense to me. I get it. Like, trust me, I get it. But I'm suffering 
because there has been a lot of artists that because of small venues i haven't been able to get tickets so it's hitting a hard you know hard spot on me <laughs> don't do this to me and we should start with the actual tips um i know i mentioned a little bit and that was basically what we were talking about right now about pre-sales and i would say for me like the first thing that i do before a show like before a concert before getting the tickets as soon as the show is announced i check for pre-sale dates and not only like the official pre-sale date from like the artist website or anything but i do check all the pre-sales that they're gonna have because the like ticket sales companies have their own pre-sales spotify has their own pre-sale on most of the shows too american express too it's a big one uh the Citibank, platinum card something like that they do have a a pre-sale too like when you go to the event on like ticketmaster that's at least that's what i usually use here in georgia you have like so many like text boxes for um pre-sale codes like Ticketmaster has like their own uh, pre-sale live nation has their own pre-sale if you have the app and for spotify if you have an account and you follow that artist on spotify you're gonna get an email about a show playing near you and with a pre-sale code and even the venues like i have noticed here with like the inf infinity energy arena something like that in duluth georgia and with the state farm arena in atlanta that it's what it used to be the phillips arena they do have their own pre-sale in most of the shows so i usually look for that and i look for the date and time and i'm the kind of person who five minutes before the pre-sale starts It's already on the website, just to make sure, because I want to get in, in that concert. When's that definitely queue start way before sales actually go for pre-sales and general sales? Yeah. So funny, you have to make queues to buy tickets and queues to get into concerts. Yeah, it's the whole research, like looking at like if there's a price, uh, price range, you'll check the price range and see, uh, you check a price range. I don't even know how to talk today anyway you check the price range you check the pre-sale dates i even look for the map for the venue for that particular show to see uh the sections that are gonna be open oh definitely and try and see that way you can match up like okay what's my budget and what is the closest i can get to in my budget and also the best way to see the stage i always plan that especially it's easier when it's a venue you've been to but if not i'll even go on research and ask people that have gone to that venue to see if they have any tips for me on where i should buy the ticket well and there are um websites too like you can see the view from the seat and i actually think there's a website that is called viewfromseats.com something like that easy to remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can type the venue and select the type of event is it a concert is it whatever something else and you can see because some people post like photos 
you know, of the view from that seat that you're looking for or the section, maybe not a particular seat, but the section. And at least for me, I know you say like, um, how do I see the stage? Uh, how close can I get? And all that for me depends on the artist, because if I have seen the artist and it really depends on the artist, because I saw Faisal's on 2016 and I was way back because I really couldn't afford buying in the front. <laughs> But um, I saw them and I was like, I really want to get close. And then we saw them like what in the barricade last year gold <laughs> and i would do it again even if i have an anxiety attack again but i would do it for dumb because i love them like to that stage and well it really doesn't have to do anything with love because i do love other artists like demi lovato i saw demi like in the third row and then here i saw her way in the back And I know I won those tickets. I didn't buy them. Um, but I was so happy with the seats because I love taking photos on concerts. And the pictures looked so good because of the lighting and all that. So it really depends on what you're looking for. Plus, it also depends on what I already mentioned earlier. It's sometimes it just being there what matters. Doesn't matter where you're sitting as long as you're there and for me it also has to do i am a short short girl so if i'm going to buy tickets i take that into consideration because obviously i want to be able to see and like for faisos we went general admission but we obviously got there early because our goal was to try and make barricade and mostly that was my goal because i've been in floor before and it's a struggle sometimes because you'll just see a sea of heads <laughs> and it, it's also a little you're there but you're not really enjoying it because you're like dang for what i paid for i can't even see who i'm here to see i just hear yeah. them so that's a lot of little tidbits that depend on the person and how picky or their own needs mm -hmm. yeah and because of that factor of being short um i usually don't get uh floor tickets but it really depends too because if i want to see them and they only have uh general admission tickets well i can't really do anything else but yep. i usually look for like for tickets in a section where i can actually see the band or the artist because what's the point like i know like right you want to be there and because they're singing live and all that and it's amazing but at the same time i want to see the person i'm listening you know yeah because you're paying them if you just wanted to listen to them you would have listened to the album or live performance on youtube and i <laughs> Exactly. No, it's not the same. But if you if you want to get a bit of something for what you're paying for. Yeah. Well, um, we started talking actually about what to do after buying the ticket um, a little bit right now because I was planning on talking about general admission concerts and the whole go early and wait in line. Um, and that's one thing that I tend to do. Like I usually don't buy general admission tickets if I'm going alone to the concert. But if I'm going with someone and that's the only option, I plan what I'm gonna do that day. And I know that sounds like a control freak and Well, yes, I am. But you have to because you need to plan out what time you're going to get there. You know that hardcore fans are going to be there maybe from the night before. You need to plan food, 
sunscreen, water, and maybe I've only been to one general admission concert because I try to avoid buying floor tickets in general, especially if I'm traveling to see an artist because if you don't know the city or you're, you don't want to impose on the people you're staying with or your friends from that area to be like, oh, let's get up early and go make a line if they're not into it. So my first experience was I want to get there as early as possible without being insane because it's a lot of standing so you want to i i tend to over prepare for anything anyway and i know you do yeah. too <laughs> but it really depends too on how big the band is because i have seen other bands on and i i know i i keep saying bands but i have seen more bands that solo artists that's why i keep saying bands anyway um if you're seeing a band that is not like huge right like five sauce then you don't have to get there that early I saw directs in Little Five Points, and that's near Atlanta for the people, if there's anyone who knows from Georgia. And the directs are not that big, so I knew people who were going to get there at like 10 a.m. I had to go to work because that's the problem too. I'm an adult. I have to work. <laughs> We need to do boring stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> money for the concerts needs to come from somewhere, so I have to work. And... I got there around like 4.30 or 5 and I had people there already and I was like, hey, can you like uh, save me a spot in the front? But when I got there, there was only like 10 fans waiting because it really depends on the band. It actually happens last year too that I went to see the Technicolors and I know I talked about that show in the last episode. But I went to see them and I was like, yeah, we need to get early because uh, general admission. So the show was at like 8.30. We got there at six. I was the first one in line. So it really depends. Yeah, definitely. And I think it also depends on the type of venue and concert that it is. Sometimes if it's like smaller bands will play a show where many bands are playing or something and... People just get there when they want to get there and hang out. And usually that's late, even after some bands have already played. Yeah, I have noticed with like small bands that you have a bunch of fans going to the concert. But it's like the fans from this band that is opening and the fans of this opening too. And then the fans of the headliners. So they just get there at some point. And then you see like the opening acts just walking around, like standing next to you watching the show. Like so normal. You don't see that on a big concert. Definitely. There's security reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing. And I know we talk about like uh, planning and over preparing for this shows. Like, um, you know, Bring water because you need to stay hydrated and you need to eat and, you know, sunscreen because you don't want to end up looking like a lobster or a tomato. And we saw a few of those. But, you know, you want to sleep that night. You're going to be tired from the concert. Just imagine being tired and sunburned. Just no. No, that's a combination that does not work. No, it really doesn't. But you need to plan that. But you also need to plan for transportation. Like, is there parking at the venue? Is it free? Do I have to pay? Do I need to look for public parking? Make sure if you 
oh my god this is from experience it hurts if you buy a parking ticket for a public parking through an application and you don't know the area make sure you get into the public parking that you're supposed to be because if you don't then they're gonna put that thing that locks your car and you cannot move it and you need to pay a fee for them to take it out. <laughs> and from a $15 concert ticket for a show, you're gonna end up paying for that night like $100. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, it happened for the 1OK Rock concert two years ago. That's horrible. So if you're gonna buy a parking ticket through an application, just make sure you go to the public parking where you're supposed to be parking. Don't do the stupid thing that I did. And also, just use Uber or Lyft if you don't feel comfortable parking somewhere that is not near or if the area is not that, you know, safe. The only problem I have with Uber and Lyft for concerts, it's that after the concert, the rates will go high. Yes. And it really depends too there, like how big was the concert? Because I went to see Justin in the Philip Arena and I used Uber. That was like my first concert here in Georgia. And it was like 30 bucks from the apartment to there. And then I have to pay 60 bucks for an Uber pool, okay? That's not fun. And it was an Uber pool to add on to it. Yeah, like I'm not even going along in this car. Like if I'm paying $60 for a ride, I want a freaking limo. It was just insane. So it really depends. And if you're going to a concert and you travel, just get a hotel near the venue. That's always a good idea. We really didn't have to get a hotel room near the venue when you came here because we could have always drive to the apartment, but it was way easier and we were so exhausted after the Faisal's concert. Plus, we wanted to get there early. Yeah, so it was really a smart decision. It all depends on the plan. Yeah. So, some last minute tips just going over it and this has to do with like the over preparing i know as girls we obsessed with our outfits so not only do we want to look cute but please dress comfortably especially if you're going general admission or you're going to a festival you need to think that you're probably going to be wearing this the entire day and that includes your hair makeup shoes and every other attire you're wearing like think about it look cute but be comfy. That's my life motto. And also external batteries save your life, especially if you're going to be in line all day, unless you're not going to use your phone, which we all know is a lie. Bring an external battery. Yeah, it's the best thing ever. Just have it with you. Even if you don't plan to like use your phone, just have it with you because at one point you're going to get bored in line. So you're going to need something to distract yourself with. And in this time that we're living, we all want to have one picture or 
one video from the concert. So just have it with you. And if you don't have one, buy one because they're amazing. I have one for like five years now and it's still working perfectly fine. So just get one. Yeah, and there's some really affordable ones out there. The last one I got was from uh, Amazon and I think it just cost me like 20 bucks and it's really good. Yeah, I have one that I got, uh, I think it was CVS and it's, it it has two USB ports so you can charge two phones at once and it only cost me it was a special but uh, it only cost me like 15 bucks so it's just a matter of researching a little bit on that one but you're gonna appreciate the the effort on the research um and I think that's it do you yeah. have any other tips let me think um definitely make friends online remember to have fun and i know we live in an era where we want to instagram everything and we want to live stream everything and make those online social media memories but for one song just one song put down your dang phone and enjoy it you're there you're seeing your favorite artist you're listening to your favorite song just close your eyes feel that drum beat and just live up the lyric you just have to do it yeah and even if you want to record just sing dance whatever it doesn't matter if the video is shaky whoever is gonna watch the video if you post it online they can just deal with it just have fun like that's one thing that i used to like try to control myself like i wouldn't sing it was if i was recording and now it's like whatever i'm the one here like i just want to you know watch this again in like a few weeks or a few days or let's be honest right after the concert exactly <laughs> um but yeah but i just want to watch it and be like oh my god i had so much fun and then have fun right there watching the video i don't care about other people watching the video but i used to so now i'm like singing out loud and, and not singing screaming the lyrics and just jumping and whatever i don't care yeah plus in the era we're living in even if you don't record you're gonna find 10 different audios or videos or pictures from 10 different angles of that same show you want to and you're gonna be able to enjoy it plus my trick is record a little bit of the song put your phone away and then just scream your heart out that's i'm a screamer and i'm a dancer and i'll go to a concert and spend the entire time on my feet because i earned that money i did the effort to be there and i just want to enjoy every single second of it because concerts go by so fast and it's just memories you you're there to make memories not just to post on social media and create this image of yourself you you need to slow down in life and enjoy it yeah and even, like you said, there's going to be people posting different videos from different angles of the same song in the same show. And I don't know about you, but when I go to Instagram, like during tour season on my Explore page, I have like, you know, like this mini collections that Instagram does of videos. And it's like with the name of the tour and everything. So it's like you can just watch other people's videos there. 
there. You can watch entire concerts. People will recollect all these videos online and they'll create one video from different angles of an entire tour date. Because Red Tour for Taylor Swift does not have a live DVD where you can watch the entire show. And I've seen the Red Tour a few times from videos created like this by fans. It's it's insane. Trust me, there's more than enough ways to relive these memories. Just live it up right there in the present while you can. So do you have any other concert tips? <laughs> um, no, I don't well i could be talking about concerts all night but i just want to move on to the next section then let's move on to the next section so moving on from concerts but still talking about music let's talk about <laughs> like that's news for us let's talk about a little bit of what's going on in pop culture right now and you're definitely more up to date than i am because i've done it terrible job of keeping myself up to date well i didn't look for any of this these news looked for me okay i don't want people thinking that i was searching for this i was like i didn't choose the thug life the thug life chose me exactly i didn't choose the fan life the fan life chose me but anyway talking about news and what's going on on the entertainment industry i saw something on instagram you know, being a believer myself, um, Justin Bieber posted like a statement about his music and family situation. And he just made this post and on the caption, he mentioned that he was actually receiving a lot of messages from fans asking for new music. And he basically explained that on the last tour, he wasn't happy and that he didn't want it to do something being unhappy because the fans don't deserve that. And that right now he's focusing on his health and family. He also mentioned that, you know, music's still important to him and that he will be working on a new album as soon as possible. So I'm waiting for that album. Like I'm already wearing my Justin Bieber t-shirt. I'm actually not. This is my chemical romance. But anyway, you know, I'm waiting for the album. It's been almost four years. This year in November is going to be four years since his last album. And I miss Justin. I miss his music, but I want him to be healthy. I want him to focus on his marriage and just on being actually happy because I did notice that in the last tour, he wasn't himself. He sold a lot of like VIP packages, then he stopped doing the meet and greets and at one point he canceled a few shows and it was all about because he didn't feel good. So I really want him to take time for himself and you know in this new chapter of his life his marriage he got married just you know a little bit ago i just want him to focus on that and i understand the fans they want music but they need to understand that he's a human being too i think people forget that a lot that celebrities are human too they have feelings and they go through their own shit the same way we go on everyday situations, good and bad, and we can't push them to do things they're not ready for. So we just need to be as supportive and patient as we can. And if it comes, it comes. If not, we'll know that at least they're doing their best to keep themselves healthy and happy and those around them too. Yeah, and he's doing other things, not only the music, 
right? He has his own clothing line now. And to be honest, he has been touring since he was a teenager. He grew up in front of millions of people in cameras. Like, he deserves a break. He deserves to work on himself. And not only that, he needs to deal with other crap too because this same week that, you know, he posted that statement, a little bit after that, if not that same day, um, he had to defend his wife, Hailey Bieber, on Instagram because there was a fan account, well, not a fan account, a hate account, uh, actually uh, commented on a photo he posted of Hailey, um, this fan or hater, whatever we want to call it. Sorry, I have um, hard feelings with this. This account said that he didn't love Haley, you know, his wife, that he still loves Selena. And oh, it was so much drama. He defended her and he said that he loves his wife, that he loved and still loves Selena. And that's something that's just one line on his comment that everyone twisted but he basically said that he he's not expend, spending you know 10 years after you know after selena trying to get back with selena because he's married and he loves his wife so basically he defend Haley, and i think um that was a smart decision like if you're already tired of seeing all this bullshit but at the same time it's like don't give them attention you know so i'm kind of like in a love hate you know situation with this what do you think they're human they get tired i get tired and as smart as and logical as it is to ignore people and their bad behaviors and their bad comments and their hate. Sometimes it's hard and you just snap. And I think the lesson here is not what he said or what he did or if he should have said anything or not said anything. It's that we should remember that they're humans, they have feelings, they have their lives, and we should support their work and their art form and their music or their acting or their whatever. And just kind of like step back and give them privacy i know a lot of people think oh if you're a public figure you give up your rights to privacy and no you don't because literally you sometimes you don't choose that life you kind of stumble into it doing what you love and doing your hard work so it's like imagine you were every day going to work and all of a sudden people are giving you opinions on how you're dressing and who you're hanging out with and if you switch boyfriends or girlfriends and things, it's just people need to mind their own business and just support what they need to support. And that's it. Yeah, I do believe the same thing. I think the same as you. Um, And I just would add to that whole thought about it. The fact that he said that he loved Selena and that he still loves her, it doesn't necessarily mean what every media outlet has been saying. Because he made this comment that it was a whole paragraph defending Haley. And just saying you love someone doesn't mean you're in love romantically with someone. You appreciate that person. They spent loads of years together. They have or had a friendship. I don't know. I'm not friends with them or know their lives. But from what I've seen the last time they were together and fell apart, things seem to have just ended naturally between them. And they could be an amicable work and you know, just friendly terms. And that doesn't mean just because you're not with someone doesn't mean you stop caring about them, especially if they were some type of 
good influence in their life. So people just need to stop twisting words and trying to create news where there's no news. Like, just chill. Exactly. But moving on from the drama, I do want to talk about something that made me really proud and it's the fact that daddy yankee is number one in like uh the global list on spotify and that's just amazing because and i know i know that a lot of people could be like who the hell is daddy yankee or uh reggaeton but for me this is like oh my god yes not only because he's Puerto Rican, but the fact that he basically started that movement, that style of music, that era, because it was like underground at first. And then with him and other artists, the whole reggaeton movement started. So it's great to see that he's number one in Spotify. He's influenced so many people in the genre and outside the genre to make music and do what they love and i know recently he got honored at i don't know what award show about his like i'm so sorry about the background always uh, about his trajectory for the last few years and all the impact he's had in the music industry and that's that's pretty awesome even if i'm not a huge fan of the genre it's definitely some big thing and something to be a little proud of if not like a lot proud of yeah and a lot of people from our generation uh, grew up listening to his music i remember i was in elementary school when gasolina came out and that like first i think that was like his first album or at least the one that made it big because um he started way before that um and yeah i do know about the the whole thing about him getting recognized and it wasn't only on i know you're talking about the whole performance that happened in premios lo nuestro and that was pretty epic because they were like different artists singing with him his hits and you could see like the generations of and and i'm saying generations and it's not like the normal generations but i call it that way the different times like you could see the different times in the and you can definitely see Yeah, you could see like there was an artist for each time, I would say, that the the genre was like big. And that was insane. Like artists that I knew that said in interviews that they look up to him performing with him. That was just insane. And then last week in um the first edition of Premios to Musica Urbano, He was actually um, recognized, too, for his uh, trajectory and for his, um, basically, uh, community work. And that was amazing. Like, seeing him, like, he has been in the game for more than 20 years. And he's still number one. He's still dropping bombs, like, every single song, like, every year. I saw, like, a meme. It wasn't a meme. It was a post. Um, And it was mentioning from, like, 2005 till now, there's, like, a hit every single year. It's just insane. So I'm really happy about that. And I could be talking about it for a long, long time, but I know it's been more than an hour already. So I'm gonna move on to some other stuff. Some other news. I'm gonna go, like, 
quickly over it. I know that Jonas Brothers were seen filming in Miami. And they've been teasing us about something. So, new music video. Some photo shoot promo. I guess we're going to find out about what's going on. And there's also some pretty cool, lovely the band things going on. They're filming another music video for... I am so pissed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> terminado. Sí. Okay, cool. So there's some pretty cool things going on in Lovely the Band's world. They're filming a music video for Maybe I'm Afraid, which is one of my favorite songs from their album. I scream the lyrics in the car every time I listen to it. And they have a beer. And this is something I saw yesterday, today. I, I can't remember when I saw it. I know I sent it to you instantly. Yes, they have a beer called... Lovely the beer. And I'm not a beer person, but I would drink it. Yeah, the only problem with that is there apparently is going to be... um. So it's a collaboration with Circa Brewing Company, something like that. And they have a restaurant in Brooklyn, New York, and it's going to be available there next week. But I'm just going to say they should ship the beer because I want beer and I'm not in New York. I want to taste it. Yeah, I don't have the money to go to New York right now. So, lovely band, if you ever stumble on this by accident, can we have some beer, please? Uh, what else? They also have a collaboration song coming out tomorrow. And the promo makes me laugh every time I listen to it. It's with Dylan Francis, and it's called Change Your Mind. And we're definitely going to talk some more about that next week. Yeah, there are a few upcoming releases that we're definitely going to touch up in the next... Well, we're going to actually talk more in depth on the next episode. One of those releases is the new season for On My Block on Netflix. And it's It's being yeah. released tomorrow, too. So there goes my Friday. I just realized that we keep saying tomorrow. <laughs> and this is not going to be published. When are we publishing this? <laughs> On Saturday. So tomorrow, Friday. March 29th. All the tomorrows we've said, it's your yesterday. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're filming on a Thursday. Filming? What the fuck? We're recording on a Thursday. We're just feeling today. Oh my god. I need to sleep. And and one more thing. Um, It's not a release, but it's definitely news. Uh, today, like a few hours before we started filming, um, it was posted on social media that Jordan Fisher is going to play John Ambrose, and please tell me I said that correctly. John Ambrose on the To All the Boys I've Loved Before sequel. I am so excited about this. You have, you know, I've loved these books. You gifted me the third one for my birthday a few years ago, and I'm really excited. I think I saw it. I've been working so hard, I haven't been on social media, so I saw it just before we started recording and got online. And I was breaking my brains out. This film is gonna be insane. If you wa haven't watched the first one, it's on Netflix. I recommend it. If you love books, 
read the series by Jenny Han. She's amazeballs and these books are insanely good if you're into that whole young adult romantic cheesy kind of vibe you're definitely gonna be into it if you are i'm definitely watching the sequel i watched the first one crying like i was a freaking teenager and then watch again that same weekend and cried again so i'll probably do the same with the sequel it's gonna be interesting this is there's some things going on there, there's gonna be some cool things happening so i'm excited about that and how about we end with some recommendation no there's one news one last minute news i want to talk about the Faisal's album, Youngblood, reached 1 billion streams on freaking Spotify. And I'm so happy. We don't have to talk a lot about it, but I just wanted to say that. What a cute news. And Ashton published a really cute video talking about it. So why not just hear it from him? It's better than hearing it from us. Hello, it's me. Um... The album Youngblood has reached 1 billion streams on Spotify. Um, and I just wanted to say, I know that album took us a long time to make, but it was very, very important that uh, we made it diverse and forward thinking for five seconds of summer. Um, and I'm at the studio right now and we're working on the new one. So I love you all so much. And thank you for being on this journey with us. Uh, there's a lot coming in the future and I can't wait for you to hear and see. Was he crying? Like, I saw his eyes and I was like, I think you were crying before filming this. His eyes looked really cute. Just don't, don't, don't do this to me. Don't. It's late, Dossie. We can't be here another hour and a half with me talking about Ashton. Okay, okay. So I just wanted to say that one billion streams on Spotify, Youngblood by Faisal. And Ashton looks really good talking about it. So go check it out on Instagram. And he actually said that they were on the studio. So that means they're recording new music. And also he said online that he was recording or writing with the Aces, which that makes me really oh, excited. Yes. He actually um, replied to a fan uh, that asked him which song from the Aces was his favorite. And he said, well, we're recording. He said kind of like we're um, writing. So he was like somewhere along the lines, like probably the one we're writing right now. So I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be a cool collaboration. The Aces are pretty awesome and ashton is an amazing songwriter so we got some things to look forward to now we can move on to recommendations recommendations i don't know why i'm so excited because i don't think i have any <laughs> well i have a few i have been waiting like i wanted to record this podcast already because there's one recommendation from the four i have there's one that i have been trying not to tell you all week so here i go i'm gonna leave that one to the end anyway so <laughs> you suck <laughs> my first recommendation is uh blue neon by aiden gallagher i believe i'm saying that correctly he is the guy who plays five on the umbrella academy and i didn't know he sings and he's real good I like the song. So that's one of my recommendations. What else do you got for me? I have another one. It's in Spanish. And it's called Hey Tu by Lucre Gerard. And he's from Puerto Rico. And it this song has like this 2000, like early 2000 Latin rock 
vibe. That's the way I see it. I loved the song when he released it. And I was like, I need to recommend this song to Nachi and to everyone who listens to the podcast. What else do you got? Well, I have, oh my God, I have been talking too much about the Technicolors in just two episodes. Um, I have a recommendation and it's the latest song they released called Hurt So Bad. I don't know if I ever sent it to you because it was released like a month ago, but I just wanted to remind you if I told you before or just tell you right now to go listen to Hurt So Bad by the Technicolors. And my last recommendation that I have been waiting all week to tell you is tell me the album called A Place We Knew by Dean Lewis, I think it's the last name. I don't know how to say his last name. The point is, the album is so good. And it's like that kind of like what I was telling earlier, like acoustic, that kind of like softy uh, kind of song. And it reminds me a little bit like Ed Sheeran and Shawn Mendes, but his voice is so good. And I listened to the album and I was like, oh my God, I need to recommend this to Nachi. And there's two songs that I'm completely in love with. And it's Waves and a song called Half of a Man. But just go and listen to the entire album because it's so good. Uh, I've heard a song from him. It's called Be Alright. It's from that album. Yeah, I've been obsessed with him <laughs> surprise <laughs> um he, i think he's australian why didn't i just thought that you would actually listen to him before yeah i've heard some of his song i've heard his song be all right on the radio a lot yes i just looked him up on google he's australian he's kind of cute and Yeah, I, I really like his music. I thought we had talked about him before, but I guess I, I never did. That's cool. But no, he's he's really good. And if nobody has listened to him yet, you should go check him out. I really love the sound of his voice. I like the mellowness to his music, the emotion behind the lyrics, and the sound. It's just a real cool album to listen to and go check it out and just make on your own assumptions for yourself but i think it gets a two thumbs up from us now i was so happy i was so excited about my recommendation to you and you know about him <laughs> so it's like yeah. <laughs> well that's good because it means you know me so well that you knew this was gonna be someone I, i was gonna enjoy i just wanted to surprise you like hey there's this artist go listen to it you're gonna love it but you just you gave me some other recommendations i'm definitely gonna check out well that's that's cool so i don't have any recommendations thought out or any new things but I just wanted to share to the world some of the songs I've been obsessing with this week. Um, today, I haven't been able to get out 11 minutes out of my head. This is a song by Youngblood with Halsey featuring Travis Barker. It's a really cool song. I love it. I'm a big Halsey fan. And yeah, it's worth the checkout. And the video is amazeballs. I love the video. Um, let's see what other songs I've been listening to but well, you said the forever yours grayscale song 
that you listen to. I already recommended it to you, but it's worth mentioning again on the podcast. And also, friendly reminder that tomorrow, the Simple Creatures new EP is going to come out. Tomorrow, as in March 29th, which is yesterday. <laughs> um, it's called Strange Love EP. So far, it has three songs. You guys are going to get all the rest when you listen to this. So go check it out. My favorite is Adrenaline. Jessie says hers is drug. Maybe this could change by Saturday. But worth a reminder to check it out. So that's it for this episode. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Obsessed Millennials. And go check our Facebook page. Same name. Just go and give us a like. And if you haven't checked out last week's episode go learn some more things about us what we're into and what you can expect from the rest of this very all over the place podcast and don't forget to let us know what you think about everything on our social and that's it for this week we'll see you again next week i guess with some other random topic we want to talk about and give you are rant of fangirl details. See you guys. Thanks for listening.